The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. radio show my name is francisco barrientos united states of america and i'm here with my co-hosts oh wildfler hopefully that works welcome to late night legends podcast internet radio show the finest content on the interwebulous stratosphere here with my two hosts kara and tressa what up got some major updates tonight welcome in wildfler so good to have you so good to see you Thank, oh yeah! Thank you, Lord Cronus, for the sub, and then we also got a new follow by Whiskey, who I believe is coming us from the li- Lily Pad, which is Stormfrog's channel. Oh, nice! Yeah. Cool. Um, just quick, 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 quick couple of updates. Wazzy's going to Wazzy's going to be taking her sabbatical, and to sort of fill in, since Panda is in the process of like, moving and stuff. We're actually going to be having Jenny come on to fill in, which we interviewed with, who's friends with Yay. Kara, and she'll be starting next week to come and do like the next, I think, four or five episodes after that. So that'll be really fun. And then we've got a nice guest in September who hasn't yet fully accepted, but when he does, it'll be a nice little announcement and I'll make some marketing material for it. And uh, I don't know what'll happen. I, I might even take my pants off. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's Sorry. not asking for that. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what else to do. I wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> I don't know what else to do for. Uh, what else? What else do I have to announce, guys? I'm working on branding. Nick is coming back in September because I know y'all miss him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got yes. an, got an episode of Super Bowls coming up with Lord Cronus and Maleficent. Why I, I learned her real name finally. Oh. Yeah. She says she's okay with me sharing it. Do you want to know what Maleficent's name is? Absolutely. What would you guess a girl who goes by Maleficent? What would you guess her name is? Melissa. (laughs) Maddie and Melissa. I don't know. I don't know if Maddie's the best guess for a lady, but uh, her name is actually Larissa. 
How would anyone oh. guess that? That's yeah, like it's not connected. What? I don't. I don't put this one. I'm saying I don't connect those two things. So, yeah, uh, but you were like, guess. She's the first. We person, were never gonna guess. She's the first person I've ever kind of hired to be on the show who I like have never really spoken with and have never really seen. And I still haven't <laughs> seen her. I have no idea what she looks like. She could, she could show up and be like. Completely different. I have, I literally have no idea what she looks like. So she was actually gonna apply, I think, for the Legends host spot, but I think by the time she showed some interest, we already had you guys interview. I'm like, ah, I don't know if that'll be a good idea. Just, just this one out for next time. <laughs> All right. So then, how did she get on Supervals if you never met her or anything? So, how did that even happen? So that's a really good question. So obviously, Late Night Legends is a spinoff of Superball's podcast, and. Yeah. Uh, the thing about it is even after we did Late Night Legends, we still had a lot of people tuning in for the episodes where we kind of came forward and were like, okay, this is Super Balls. We're not talking about paranormal stuff. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving instead or Valentine's Day instead or whatever. And those episodes really, really do well. And so we know that there are listeners that like that content. So lord cronus had come on as a guest prior and he was like yeah if you want let's just do it maybe not as frequently as late night legends but let's do it like once a month and i'm like all right what's your plan he's like i don't know if you want to hire that russell guy and like i don't know if i ever mentioned yeah. to the listeners that we reached out to russell with a a job for super balls mm-hmm. but then he felt rejected and then i think that he was just i think i hurt his pride and then he didn't want to do yeah. super balls but he was weird about it. He was like, he's like, what did Kara and Tressa do to edge me out? He doesn't sound like that. He's what like, he's like, what, he, what, he's like, what, what do they do to edge, to edge out? I'm like, mm. I was like, well, they both kind of just live that life a bit more. And you can't, you can, you know, you can BS your, like how much you're interested in paranormal stuff. Sure. You can BS your way from here at Timbuktu, but like, unless you're living it and you're like, this is what I do to live it. Like that gave you guys the edge. Uh, Seems kind of sexist on his part, but okay. A little uh, bit, yeah. Well, he didn't make it about gender. Mm. Uh, hey, listen, if you want to, if, if you want to interpret it as that, <laughs> who am I to say I'm just a guy? But uh, what else did he say? It was, you know, honestly, like if, if I could give him a little bit more in-depth feedback, like I gave to our other applicant, John, who came in on a toucan mask. Like, <laughs> Did you guys see that interview? He showed up. No. He, he signed into the Zoom meeting with a toucan mask on. Did he leave it on the whole time? No, he took it off immediately because okay. it's really hot in there. Like, he's sweating. <laughs> uh, it's fucked up. But, like, that guy, who was really cool, he's like, after we were done and I unfortunately had to turn him down, he's like, well, what did I do? What can I do better? And, like, I gave him some things, you know, that I felt that he could have done better and like we talked about as as like a team so it's not like I personally have the whole say Um, but uh, yeah I gave him feedback but with Russell he was just I I feel like maybe some of the biggest feedback is not only like you guys live the life to edge him out but the other part is he had such a funny interview and I loved it but when it came to the point where like tell us about it was just Mick and I interviewing him and we were like tell us about paranormal stuff just how you feel about it not even like so open-ended he could have taken that anywhere in any direction and and by then i think he was completely drunk which is fine (laughs) i don't mind i you know if you want to 
You want to have a drink before you? Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo! Well, people have been. Or maybe hearing. You know, there's been a lot of people that have been drunk on the show with me, too. Like, I, I, I don't do that anymore. I don't drink. But if you listen to even our very first episode, it's and, and really like the first 10 episodes. We started off like sober and like we only ended the episode because we were too shit faced to really talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once you start slurring pretty bad, it's time to end it. So like that was the first, you know, back in like 2010 when we were doing this shit. But um, no, he he was if I had to give him feedback. He he, he kind of fell apart where, you know, we asked him about his paranormal interest and he just didn't really expect that question in the moment because he was kind of sloshed and he was just like well if you take into consideration that people die and they have like near-death experiences or, or see angels then you have to believe in hell and then you have to believe in this and in that self it's it's not a bad thing for you to bring that up it's it's not really what he said it was how he put it together like how he said it where it was like incoherent and it just felt like a complete afterthought because he was having so much fun <laughs> Yeah. Like, he, you know, while we had a, a shit ton of fun and we still offered him the Super Bowls, he sort of missed the, the mission. You know what I mean? Which was, mm-hmm. like, let's talk paranormal stuff. And so, again, cool guy. Uh, I did try to hire him for Super Bowls, but I think that you guys are a better fit for Late Night Legends. And so, like, I really feel that he might have taken it personally, felt rejected, which I totally understand. And, like, yeah, we, we were cool in that phone call, but... I don't really expect to hear from him. But, hey, we've got a really good topic tonight. We should get into that. Yeah, we do. Take it away. I'm excited. Unless you guys have any other updates. you guys have updates? No? No. no. Nope. My life has been Mothman this week, and I am excited for it. <laughs> I fucking love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Tressa, I can't wait. When we were, when we were thinking about hiring both of you, both of you there's something that leah says it's like oh she's our kind of they're our kind of crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh the highest compliment thank you uh, it's, hard, it's hard to get a compliment for the ice queen have you seen how i she know <laughs> she hates everybody no she's just you know what it is she i hit it off ice queen is like me I, ice queen if she if she busts your nuts a little bit she breaks the balls a little bit. It's because mm-hmm, she actually mm-hmm. really likes you, which mm-hmm. is why she'll do it to me, and I'll be like, "Ah, I know that game. Let me let me give you it. Let me give it right back." But then there's Nick, who doesn't know that that's a social game that people play. And he gets so he's like, "Oh, what did she say about me, Frank? Can you can you see that in post and tell me what she said?" Yeah, like, that sounds right. I'm like, dude, whatever. It's just playground insults. Like it's it doesn't mean anything. I uh, love your banter. Yeah. Well, Ice Queen actually, you know, speak of the devil, she'll appear. She said she'll she'll try and sign on. Yeah, she better. Two minutes ago. All right, uh, take it away, Tressa. Whenever you're ready, I'm just gonna cue up some nice music. Unless you have something you'd prefer me to play, or I could just do the spooky, spooky stuff. Nah, do what you gotta do. All right, here we go. All right, decided. Okay, so I'm. I think I'll talk about why this started to interest me aside from the fact that i live in chicago and or outside of chicago and i worked right outside of o'hare for many many years um on the way to work one day 
I don't like to share the story because it was so short, I don't, whatever, but I will because you guys, you deserve it. Um, on the way to work one day, after dropping off my son at school, I was driving up Milwaukee and I was about, uh, it was like right at Addison in Milwaukee, just past Addison. I look up, morning time, look up and I see what appeared to be a giant bat. And it was only for like a couple of seconds. So I was like, I need to remember that because my brain doesn't work great. So I was like, don't forget that. And I had to keep remembering it on my way to work. And when I got to work, by pure coincidence, my coworker and good friend was like, hey, did you hear about um, the Chicago Mothman? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she sent me a link to the singular14.com which is where I did all my research for today because they cover it better than anybody ever anywhere. Wow. But um it I pulled up like images and stories and I was like this is 100% absolutely what I saw. It was I don't know. I I and I don't like to talk about it cuz it was such a short experience that I don't now I don't feel confident that that's what it was, but after doing this research and reading through all of these eyewitness reports, I'm like, oh, that is exactly what I fucking saw. So let's. So you never even heard of it before mm -hmm. this. I knew never. Mothman okay. from uh, West Virginia, but I didn't know that there was a Chicago one at all. Okay. I, I tried to watch that Mothman prophecies movie with the. Uh... You know, that they Richard Gear. Yeah, I, I, you know, a few years ago, I tried to watch, but I was just so distracted by Richard Gear, I had to like turn it off. <laughs> you thinking uh, about hamsters? Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, no, but I was gonna mention too that uh, that particular area in Chicago is right around like Mick's home. I don't want to say her hometown because Chicago is a huge place, but that's like her her neighborhood. Wildflower mm -hmm. can can attest to that. She's from that area, like. Six Corners type of area. You were just south of Six Corners if you were on Addison and Milwaukee. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's where it was. But I'm going to talk a little bit north of there. Yeah, go for it. Um, this, I'm going to focus specifically on O'Hare, but this branches out from sightings that have seen, been seen all over uh, the Lake Michigan. They, they call it the Lake Michigan Mothman. And it, the first sighting was in 1957. So it's been around. I had included a bunch of uh, sightings from O'Hare, or not O'Hare, from uh, Rosemont and Park Ridge because I was familiar. Wait, what did I say? Yeah, Rosemont Park Ridge. I was familiar with that area. I know that because I used to work over there and it's really close to O'Hare. But there was only one that was really crazy from those sightings and it was this woman who is in park ridge and she talks about how she goes on like walks at night in her like uh i don't know i'm assuming it's an apartment building complex and there's a park nearby a lot of stuff from this article was completely redacted so i had to like piece stuff together wow. but um she went for this walk she couldn't sleep she went for a walk and she sat and even this part, like she, where she sat was redacted. I assume it's a park bench. I don't know. But she uh, looked, she saw under a, um, a light post 
a seven foot being that seemed to be appeared to be talking with a much shorter being with an enlarged head like it was way too big for its body and she said like like later that it was yeah Leo, that it was yeah. uh very typical of the gray alien and these two beings oh. were seemingly talking to each other two women completely dazed walked up to them and they oh. I just want to ask you a question for clarification. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah. are you saying two beans talk to each other, like a pinto and a kidney? Yes, I'm talking about black beans and garbanzo. No, you asshole. I, I thought you said beans. <laughs> and then, beans. who's redacting this? Where are you finding the story and who redacted it then? All of the all of my research I did was on singular14.com. They cover it better than anything anybody else. And um, I believe that she asked for all these things to be redacted because she later, she like after this experience, she was so shaken by it. She was like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want anything that has anything to do with me out there. I am terrified of what happened. She had lucid dreams for like weeks after that. Oh, that's some serious shit right there. Yeah, but what happened was oh i didn't even get to that part what happened was like these two completely dazed women walk up to these two beings and then a huge bright light appears like out of nowhere i don't know where from whatever and the women just disappear and then the guy the tall guy unfurls these huge 10 foot long bat wings and flies up and, and and she was just like, okay, you know what? I I I gotta go home. So she did, and she was like terrified. She felt a huge sense of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fear, I would guess. Fred? Fear, yeah, no. Fear. <laughs> Fear, not fuck off, Frank. <laughs> but uh, one of the one of the guys that investigated it, he had three remote viewers try and check out this situation and everything that she said completely played out exactly how they like they're not given prompts they're just saying yeah, yeah. go there and whatever check this at, out. after this experience she was at work and she like took some garbage out her friend like went to the bathroom and they were going to go to lunch when her friend left a man approached her and was like hi i'm an investigator could you tell me about that thing that happened and she was like an investigator with who what are you talking about he's like oh i'm just an investigator can you tell me what happened and she's like you got to give me more information i don't feel comfortable and they kept going back and forth like that her friend came back from out of the bathroom he walked away without saying anything he was a fucking man in black was yeah a hundred percent i was gonna say a hundred percent a hundred percent that's terrifying all right, so a, a huge percentage of all the other sightings that this was outside of O'Hare, but right really close in Rosemont. The other sightings that I'm going to talk about are all at O'Hare or and mainly the cargo docks at O'Hare. A huge portion of these take place at the cargo docks. There are people... <laughs> 
there's an eight foot fence surrounding the cargo docks. So at least three witnesses were like, I know for a fact this thing was seven feet tall because it was standing right up against the fence and it was a foot shorter than the fence. Uh, oh man, so many, so many cargo dock. And at, at first it was just like, I don't know if this is even anything. I don't know what I saw, but so here, and there's a trucker who like, emailed them or called them in or something and he didn't speak any English so he had to have his daughter translate what happened for him and the investigator was like have you ever seen anything like this before and he was like well yeah actually when I was a kid in Mexico City uh, I was playing soccer with friends and we saw something that looked exactly like that fly overhead and a week later was the eight mag eight point whatever magnitude in mexico city so does mexico shit. city have like, like their own mothman like virginia does does mexico city have something like that i could not tell you i did not research that at all i was just like wow he's seen it before they have Dude. their they have their own yeah. like legends and cryptids i know that but I, oh for sure yeah, yeah um you know everyone has very like they're all a lot of the sightings were like we i saw it like run and take off half, uh, half the sightings were i saw it run and take off and the other half are i saw it shoot into the air flying and i know that makes no sense like with aerodynamics or whatever but that's what i saw but the people that saw it running away to fly were like it looked like a goose running and then going into flight which makes me laugh so hard because i can just see this like seven thing waddling down like super fast i'm wondering like less terrifying so like neck <laughs> neck out first on the one hand no neck but yes you, i think of a guy if there was like a, a seven foot tall linky man running at full speed to like do a running takeoff mm -hmm. because in my head well, as funny as that is, for a guy just to do a vertical takeoff without any running, that's kind of scary, too. That's terrifying. There's it's no way that should be able to exist. Yes, absolutely. Like, there's this one guy who was like, I am a bird watcher. I know a lot about birds. That's not possible. And I saw it. So, Tressa, in your personal opinion so far, because I know you got more mm -hmm. to talk about, and I'm just curious, sure, sure, sure. do you see the Mothman being an Earth native cryptid or do you see it as an extraterrestrial bro i have no idea i i cannot even speculate because it's like nothing that's on earth right now the closest would be would be like a thunderbird but this is clearly has membranous uh wings like a bat and the closest to think that something like that would be like a pterodactyl or something like that this doesn't exist i don't know and it every single person said its eyes glowed red hmm. what i don't even i don't know of any animal that has eyes that the, actually glow the only and like the only cryptid i've ever heard of besides this one where the eyes glow red is the jersey devil that hides out in the pine barrens yeah i'm not so sure it's about a very it, similar like physical description like it's got wings it's like a little goblin that like flies away and scares the shit oh, out of people it does have the same kind of wings too yeah, yeah. um 
What's really interesting of what you said, and something that I just learned tonight about Mothman that I didn't know is that it it sort of ha- it appeared, and then the earthquake happened, mm-hmm. and for a cryptid to be associated with a weather related disaster premonition is something that it shares with a thunderbird. Oh, I don't know a lot about oh. the Thunderbird, so I, I did not know that. Yeah, it Good said point. that you if you sigh a Thunderbird, uh, it could mean that, like, a big storm is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and there's... That's a good point. There, there are some sort of scientifically backed theories about th- Thunderbirds. I looked all into it uh, maybe, like, a year ago when we were doing this. A lot of people tend to mistake what they think Thunderbirds are for condors, which is uh, one of the biggest birds in the country. Right. Uh, or... Uh, What's that other one? It's uh, an albatross, which are fucking huge too. Yeah. It's got like a a wingspan of like 10 feet. And then if like, it's not a big deal, but if you see it running to do a takeoff, like it could, you could be like, oh, there, that's the fucking Thunderbird. (laughs) Like there it is. Right. And a lot of these witnesses were like, I understand a lot of people were like, are you sure you didn't see a giant bird? But that was no bird. There were no feathers. Those were bat wings or something that looked similar to bat wings. It was skin. It was membranous. It was, those were not, there were no feathers. So a lot of people like, they know that how they sound, they know that it sounds insane. So they're like, no, it it wasn't a bird. It's, it's something I don't know what it is. And that's why I'm telling you. Oh, I missed a page. Um, but yeah, so a lot of a lot of security guard uh, reports from O'Hare. Some guy who was like, his job is to uh, do the perimeters of the fence. He saw it, so he's familiar with the fences. He saw a guy next to a creek that was by the fence, and he was like, "Oh, it's just a trucker taking a leak. I'm gonna go tell him to fuck off or whatever." <laughs> he shines his flashlight on him, and the thing turns around, glowing red eyes, and he's like, "Oh, oh wow. not a trucker. Never mind." <laughs> yeah, and he got out of there quick. Uh, one of my favorites. Two pilots actually um, reported it. The first one was just um, he saw. He saw something out of the corner of his eye. It was like seven o'clock in the morning or something. He had just landed. He saw something and it started to fly. And he was like, he told his co-pilot and they both saw it take off over and like it went over the windshield or cockpit or whatever you call it on air. And uh, they were like, yeah, I've been flying for years. I know weather patterns. I know animals. This was not that. That was in 2020. Like the first O'Hare stuff started in 2019. As far as I can tell, that was reported. So um, June 30th, 2020. I love this woman. She's getting off of work at O'Hare and she's with a friend of hers and they're walking to her car or their cars and they think they see a huge owl, but it's seven feet tall and all black and of course glowing red eyes and she says this son of a bitch stood up and was standing about seven feet tall my friend shrieked and that's when this expletive turned around and we saw two glowing red eyes that looked like they belonged to the devil himself she um, also disclosed that she pissed herself because she was so scared uh they both screamed and she uh a lot of people have been 
describing the screech that it lets off as um, like train brakes or truck brakes, like really high pitched, really fucking loud. And this woman, this woman's description like chills me to my bones. She said that it sounded like multiple little girls screaming at once. Ooh, I hate it. And I love it. That's That's horrible. Cringe level of descriptive. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds terrifying. Yeah. I would like to say we should hold a contest to to guess which expletive she called it. (laughs) I I already know know what to call the contest. You know what we should call it? What? Watch your profanity. (laughs) (laughs) I I just feel like there could have been some really great entries there. Mm hmm. Another, the other pilot, he was on a shuttle um, on his way to the international terminal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the side of the road, he saw he saw a, a giant thing, seven feet tall at least, but it was perching on a railing. And while he was driving by, he said that it was definitely making eye contact with him. And the only part that moved of that thing was his head to maintain eye contact with him as he drove by. Yeah. I love this. So these all happened recently. Yeah. Specific time of day or night. Cause I'm going to start hanging Mm -hmm. out at the airport. No, No, it's morning, (laughs) afternoon, a lot, a lot at night, like after 10 o'clock, but it can be morning and afternoon too. That's insane. Okay. I'm super pumped and about And actual it. employees that know what they're looking at. You know, if I just went right, to the airport. Not like a random person could, who's drunk getting I'm off all plane. distracted. I don't know what's going on. I could, you know, somebody could walk by in a coat and I'd be like, oh my God, did you see that? But no, these are people that this is where they work. This is what they know. Mm-hmm. They're not just seeing things or just, you know, really fabricating things. They they really, this is their home. Exactly. So if they're seeing it, I would, you know, I would tend to believe it because they know what it should look like and mm-hmm. they know when something's wrong. Well, and that right, brings like the pilot, me. you said that it flew up over the cockpit. Like, yeah, right. A, a bird flies up above me every day. I know what this looks Do like. You, exactly. Yeah. Tressa, based on that particular story, Mm-hmm. Do you do you know how high the plane was flying? Like was it like a prop Mm-mm. plane or was it like a, a Boeing? Mm-mm. It was landing. It had already oh, landed. Landing. Okay, I was I was gonna say that if it was flying at you know thirty thousand feet and the Mothman went over the top, it's not a lot of oxygen up there, so that would lend to it being more of an extraterrestrial Alien. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I every sighting where the well, it pretty much always flies off, but it never says how far it goes because it either goes so fast or people are scared and they go off that they don't see it. Or it's too dark because it they say it flies off three seconds later, it's gone. So they can't see it after a while. So I right. can't. Well, I'm guessing depending also, you know, like if it's dark out or whatever, or depending right. on, like right, you were right. saying, if it's going straight up or something, you're only going to see it for so long. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This woman, uh, there was a woman on September 24th of 2020. She, um, she worked at the USPS, the United States Post Office, and she was getting off work at 11, walking to her car, and she saw something again at a fence line. Wait, no, was it a tree line or a fence line? Regardless, uh, it started, she thought it was a person with a, a giant like trench coat on. 
But then it unfurled its wings and she realized it was definitely not a person with a trench coat. And it screeched at her and ran towards her like 20 feet. She like jumped in her car and uh, that was the last she saw of it because she was terrified and she did not want to see it. And she has a great quote that's like, I hope the airport people decide to do something about this someday. Yeah, they're going to do something about it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, there's another guy. There's a really great witness in one of these. He has been at O'Hare for a while working at the cargo. And he talks about how he's seen multiple UFOs, multiple quote unquote gray aliens and the Mothman a couple times. Um, or I think he only saw the Mothman once, but yeah, and he's he talks about like specifically this one craft, the diamond craft that everyone's like, oh yeah, the diamond craft. It's just a a light that is diamond shaped, and everyone knows about it because it always shows up. And apparently, everyone sees ghosts that works at O'Hare. Like, b- there's a graveyard there. Like that. Yeah. O'Hare is. Everybody talks about how Denver Airport is like Illuminati, blah 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 blah, whatever. It's just because of the art. O'Hare is genuinely fucked up, yeah. you guys. There's a lot of, like, uh, I heard, at least in part, there's a lot of mafia killings that happened when Bensonville was less developed. And, like, the airport pretty much told all the homeowners to go fuck themselves if they lived around Bensonville, forcibly bought the houses, tore them down, and then just expanded the airport out west. And mm-hmm. so... At least I heard that that's part of the reason there's so many, like, ghost stories is because, like, some of the people are, like, died there, you know, or, like, got killed. Makes sense. I I honestly drive past Irving Park at least on a busy week, like, four times a week. And it is right next to, like, Schiller Park, and you got, like, cemeteries (laughs) there. It was really scary. One day, just a few weeks ago, I went to that, uh, or I was driving down Irving on the south side of the airport to Schiller Park. Somebody the night before, because I, I went through there on Friday, it was fine. A Saturday, somebody took their car, ran it into the cemetery, and like the gates, not even the gates, the fence oh, was no. like knocked down with tire tracks and everything. I was like, wow. Somebody really was dying to get into that cemetery. Uh, Horrible. Okay, ladies. It was fun. Thank you. Frank's tired. <laughs> I fired my damn self. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this guy who I was talking about, he he said he's seen aliens on at least eight different occasions. Occasions, I okay. Uh, around May twenty eighth, he saw of twenty twenty, he saw a UFO, and it scared him so bad that he ran back to like the building, and he was like the entire time he was like. I need to look at this UFO. I, I, he had this urge. He was like, I need to, but he was also terrified. And he's like, fuck that. I need to get away from it. But he could not deal with it. And he had to look back. He looked back and it like, it left fine. Whatever. A month later, he was in one of the offices to put keys away or something. He gets out of the office and like 10 feet away, there's just, a gray alien in the hallway staring at him. What the f- Inside? Inside. Get out. Yeah. And they just stared at each other. 
He looked away for like a second and he was gone. So he's terrified. Yeah. And and since then, he's had a bunch of visits at home, but like weird, not obvious visits. Like he will see something out of the corner of his eye. He'll look out the window and it'll be like an alien head, like ducking down. Like he was like, oh shit, he knows. And he would, he was like, I'm Whoops. Nope, I'm out. (laughs) And every All the power time, in the universe. <laughs> and every time his dog is barking at the same time, like, no, this is my house. No. Fuck off, and, alien. <laughs> and then at in September of 2020, 1030 p.m., his dog started growling at his back door. So he went out and he had seen that his back lights in his backyard had been triggered. So he's like, well, okay, he, he opens the door and that uh, apparently it looked like the same alien that he saw inside O'Hare was standing on his back deck. And his dog was losing it like he was going to kill this thing. It's but he was being held back and the alien just like they both stared at each other. The alien took a step back and then just dissipated gone. And this alien is also potentially a Mothman. Is that right? No. Oh. No, he talked to the Mothman. They're just BFFs. Oh, okay. They're okay. friends. I got mm-hmm. you. What do you do about From that? From the other redacted lady. Do you think mm-hmm. you call the police if you're getting stalked by an alien? He's like, right, no. You no. No, that's how you end up at a loony bin. Shoot, yes. him, shoot him with bullets. Has he considered letting the dog go? He did not happen. say. I do not know. But are good he, at catching rabbits. That's maybe true. little gray men. But then you have like the whole situation where you've got a dead alien in your fridge that's in the garage, and it's like I don't know if I should like Trista, get this taxidermy so or definitely taxidermy. Sure no, no, you know you know what the move is. Depending on the age of the alien, you got to get one of those big mason jars and suspend it in like formaldehyde <laughs> and like keep it in your garage. That's gonna be a big ass mason jar. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, you, you know, there's always those people out there that put like a brain in there and it'll just be floating around. <laughs> Just put it in the background and like pretend it would be big, nonchalant. So he reported this. He didn't say where he reported it, but it was obviously to someone in O'Hare. Or if he did say it wasn't in this article. And since he had reported it, he said that there um, was a a marked increase in uh, military presence at O'Hare. He also Also mentioned little gray men or no? Of what? Also of the little gray alien men or not? Maybe. I don't know. But he also (laughs) mentioned that there were a a ton of off-limit tunnels that employees could not access. And when asked about it, like, you are shut down. You cannot go in. Like, I know there's a whole bunch of talk about that at Denver. And I keep going back to Denver because everyone's like, oh, it's so weird there. Oh, we did a podcast on it. Yeah. The art's weird. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So in July 2020, an Afic, uh, wow, air traffic controller. Oh, Afic. From now on, I didn't know where you were going. Yeah, (laughs) I was. Yeah, Uh, he went on a break because they have forced breaks um, as air traffic controllers (laughs) because otherwise they will go insane. And he went for a walk as he usually does on his breaks, and he saw this figure, seven foot tall 
glowing red eyes, crouching down next to a light pole. And he said there were other employees that he did not know that also saw this piercing red eyes. He flew above and disappeared behind a building. He knows three other people were there. He's been an air traffic controller for seven years. And he's the one that, that's an, an avid an avid bird watcher. He knows what birds look like. He knows what birds look like taking off. Huh. This was 100% not a bird. Hmm. So you're telling me this guy, is, he's got a bird watching hobby, decides to take it professional, becomes an air traffic controller and watches planes? That's right. That's pretty cool. Also known as birds. Yeah, big birds. <laughs> that's right. Um, there's one like a shuttle driver in April 2021. He was taking a smoke break and saw a black owl. Huge, whatever. That one's boring. April 15th, mm-hmm. 2021, 9 p.m. Uh, only report after seeing other reports. Walking, wait. This person heard wings flapping. They figured it was geese because there are geese all over this place. But then they heard what sounded like train brakes, and the nearest train is like three to four miles away. So they heard it again. They turned around and saw two red eyes in the tree line. And then they were like, that, that's not a train. And then it started coming forward and she could see the silhouette of something seven foot tall, black, the thing. A truck drove by, it flew up, it's gone. Uh, only, only caveat I will say to that story. No matter where you are at O'Hare, unless you're like way out at maybe one of the corners of the like landing area, you are not more than three to four miles away from a train anywhere that's, at O'Hare. That's what I thought too. But these guys, uh, yeah. The, the, I mean, just to be fair, there's just like between oh no, L for and sure, the, like, shuttle trains. There's definitely yeah, there's like the same, not yeah. that that sound would be the same, but yeah, right. I mean, you got you got you've got both the Rosemont Blue Line and then you've got the Blue Line actually picks up at O'Hare. Then you've got the Milwaukee District West Line that drives just north of the airport. And right, can... there's like actual metro station too, yeah. Right, right. And then the shuttle train that runs just between the terminals also. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, my train line, which is a Union Pacific uh, line, that one stops in Bensonville, and that's like a stone's throw from the airport as well. All right, so there's like definitely a few train lines i mean there's one in oh yeah no there's... for sure and i was like that's when all I, no no you're right because when i was writing that down i was like how far is the train it doesn't seem like it would be three to four miles but that's what she said that's what i'm saying yeah. um all right this is when security starts to pick up in july of 2021 okay. a witness with two friends at 10 30 uh after work parking lot uh the area was lit up. They see something move. The first friend points it out to their friends. White SUV shows up with emergency lights. Two men jump out and they shine flashlights in it. It turns around and then you can see red eyes. It's six to seven feet tall, dark gray to black. Ten, ten seconds later, another vehicle shows up and illuminated it with headlights. Uh, it's pretty obvious that it's not just a person in a coat. Uh, it opened up its wings, flew away. TSA That's some pe- pretty intense, quick re- 
response time right there. No, for sure. And I feel like it's because they have a lot of sightings and I'm going to get into that in a minute. And they're like kicking up security hardcore. Like they've got cameras everywhere, obviously anyway. It's an airport. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're like really paying attention now. So we don't know of anything like caught on any of those cameras though. Oh, Oh my God, there's so much video footage of this shit that we will never see. Any of the Well, yeah, I was going to say that they'll admit to. Right. Footage that the O'Hare has, like the CCTV stuff, that's actually considered national security security stuff, so they do not release that to the public. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, oh yeah, and that's what they mention in this next sighting, which is my uh, favorite sighting. From December 30th, 2021, just last December, 1130. I'm going to have to read some of this because this guy, I love him so much. He and three of his co-workers were uh, in the process of bringing a plane into a hangar for maintenance. It's something they, they do for their job. They do it all day long. Uh, as they hooked up the plane to the tug, he saw three large black creatures by the parking lot, seven feet tall and looking at the crew. And he was like, hey, you guys, check us out. What the, what the fuck? And so his crew were just like also looking and like, what? They take out their cameras. Like a lot of these people were like, I am terrified. I can't move. I would never even think to bring out my phone to videotape yeah, this. You don't think these, in that moment. No, you don't. And these guys did. They all were just like, dope. Let's get my camera out. Let's videotape this. I don't know if they all did, but two of them did. The witness that talked to uh, the site, he said the ha- he had a, a video that's at least a minute long, which is very, very long for something like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, after like he he takes the video and he videos them. They screech and they fly up one by one. Seconds after that happens, security comes. And he's like, it's just one security guy in a truck. And then he's joined like seconds later by two other, three other trucks that were security, like blasting their emergency lights. They look over and notice that they're workers that saw this. And also there are now superiors, supervisors that are there with the security. The supervisor comes over to the workers and they're like, you need to stop recording and you need to give us that video. The witness, the witness said there were at least four cameras all over the buildings. There's no way this was not caught on camera, not just by him and his coworker, but by O'Hare. About an hour later, they were approached by a supervisor and three other men, and they were told to go to the break room and not leave. Uh, 10 minutes later, after being in the break room, the supervisor shows up and tells them they cannot tell anybody what they saw. And if they do, they will be immediately fired. Uh, They required the witnesses to send those videos off to uh, supervisors and they wanted to see them delete the videos off their phones before they could leave that room. And if they did not agree to that, they would be terminated immediately. They all agreed. I want to keep these dope ass benefits. Yeah, I will do that. They pay very well. Yeah. They 
they also asked they were like can we get a union steward in here to like negotiate this and they're like this is a matter of security your union steward has nothing to do with this you do what we say yep. or you leave and and this is his quote and i love him so much well, after a lot of consideration, they can kiss my black ass. And I decided to write to you about what happened. <laughs> I love him so much. So the supervisors have checked on those employees twice. And this is a week after it happened. Twice in one week. That's, that's a lot for that. Uh, and he says that what has been reported is such an infinitesimal infinitesimal yeah you know the word uh amount of sightings because everyone is their job is threatened if they come forward nobody's going to come forward because they're afraid of losing their benefits their pension their everything it's a great job and if they come and talk about some silly stuff they lose it all so nobody talks about it and there nobody talks about it but the pe there are already over 20 sightings at o'hare that people will talk about because it is that important to them what's really cool to me is that you've got all these people who've never met each other from all different places never talked to each other and yet their stories are so similar in the escape of the being right mm -hmm. you've got the eyes which by the way what are the odds that like two different people would say Oh, glowing red eyes, and then it takes off and flies away. Like, to have that happen so many times, you know that there's some truth behind it. Yeah. It's wild. So, is that the only one that they have multiples? Because you said three. Everybody else maybe talks about one. So, that's the only one with multiples. There are a few multiples, but only one other where both witnesses were willing to come forward. There are a few with multiple witnesses at the same time where they either didn't know who those other people were that saw it or they the other people that saw it were too afraid to come forward yeah that's um, that's that's real scary but and that's there's one more that's close to o'hare but it's just like some girl and some dude doing it in the back of a car and they see something whatever i don't care but <laughs> they're out they're out <laughs> they're out at um, make out point mm -hmm, a construction site same thing um but i always like it the fact that there were gray aliens mentioned in a couple of these made me wonder if it had anything to do with the 2006 ufo sighting at o'hare did you guys know about that or hear about that at all i def i definitely heard about it and what i thought was cool about it yeah. is they have footage that people took yes it's potato quality but at least three mm -hmm. different people took some video of that same craft all at the same time from different angles which like right. irrefutable evidence right and, there yeah. and the federal aviation administration refused to uh investigate it because it wasn't mm -hmm. on radar which is hilarious to me of course it's not on radar it's a ufo yeah. it can go past that yeah, yeah that so. i hope so if not how are they yeah i'm gonna go with this mothman more alien is my vote because they wouldn't involve so much security if yeah. it was some cryptid you know some earthly being it's an alien because security is involved 
right. That's my vote. What's with all the military? What are they hiding? It's yeah, like, so like, military mm. wouldn't care so much <laughs> if it was just a big bat. I agree Maybe with you, um, it's Dracula. <laughs> yep. I mean, so it's like what we do in the shadows. Bat! And he flies away. Only it's a really, really big bat instead of one but tiny But it's a really one. big bat from the beginning instead of a person. That would also make sense to me. Like, I definitely agree with that, Kara. Before, like, coming into this uh, tonight in this episode, I would have thought that it's like an earthly being. But now that yeah. I've found out more about it, more of the stories, more of the sightings, it definitely seems extraterrestrial. It, it, one of the things that is, I'm thinking about here is that where does it go when it flies away? If it's an earthly being, it's got to have a home somewhere where it kind of retreats to. Sure. But it's an extraterrestrial. It probably has either the means, technology, or both to like just fucking teleport after it takes off, which would explain so much. Or it's stuck here. Well, but there. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I even mentioned the detail where the last guy, who is my favorite, there were three of them. It wasn't just one. You there said that. Yeah. No, you did say that. Yeah, that there's three. That's yeah. crazy. Like I've never heard multiples in one, except for that one, that one witness, and that's crazy well, to me. And that's maybe there was one stuck here for everything that was earlier, and then now the UFO sighting in 2006, and then in more recent years, so many of them, you know, and maybe because. More aliens are around, yeah. you know, maybe there are more crafts. Well, and is it because O'Hare is, you know, got so much stuff happening with flight and people coming in and out? Like, what's the attraction to that area, too? Uh, there's something crazy going on It would have been less there. busy for a couple of years, though, too, for the this couple of years where it got busy. Not 2019, but by mid-2020, right. it would have come to a screeching halt for a while. It really just but it well, didn't. That might be why they that might be why they liked hanging out there then because it was less busy. Something, That's true. Something doesn't feel right about yeah. it, and I feel like it's the government government being a little bit of a hypocrite. And let me explain. <laughs> if you're accused of murder, right, or something crazy, like a crime, realistically, <laughs> you got like two friends that couldn't corroborate your story. You're off the hook. Oh, I was with so and so. You know. And then, by the way, his other friend was there, or I was with my two co-workers. You know, the police will, like, buy into that. But in a situation like this, they're like, it's not real. We're not going to confirm. And by the way, here are the military. Right. <laughs> and, nice. and you're not corroborated. <laughs> your, your friends, your family, anybody you were with, co-workers, fuck them. Their word means nothing because this shit isn't real. It's, it doesn't fit. Like, we, we can't have that rule for legal things for, like, murder or whatever. I, I don't know why I'm saying, like, just murder. But, like, so many crimes, like... You got an alibi, you're good. But like in this particular case, it's like, oh no, fuck you. We're gonna, you know, fire you. You're gonna lose your mm -hmm. job. Yes. Like, why would they give yeah. a shit if it was totally fake and made up? That yeah. they wouldn't. It's they wouldn't be showing up on security. You know, security wouldn't show up. Nothing. None of that. If it was just a big bat. Exactly. Or some stupid bird. And I have to emphasize, this is just O'Hare. This has been going on since 1957. From like every state that connects to Lake Michigan, there have been sightings of a Mothman, which I hate the name of because it's not a Mothman. It's more Batman than anything, but Batman is already We can't taken. call it Batman. Right. It sucks. I hate it. So then you bring, now you're bringing up the point where it's like either there's multiple. Let's of this, call it Man Bat. Of this creature. 
But if it's living to be, I mean, it's it's if it was out if it was around in the fifties, you know, it's a, it's probably in its sixties or seventies now. Oh, see, now you're doing that thing that people do with a Loch Ness monster. There's not just one; they recreate, recreate, they reproduce. They, there's also, also we saw three. There were three witnesses right. together. Right. Also, Dracula doesn't age. Thank you. It's true. So that's my it's story. Got, Enjoy. It's got, it's got to be extraterrestrial, guys. It's got. Uh, I think it could be Dracula. <laughs> it's a space Dracula. Space Dracula. maybe Mothman. Yes. <laughs> It'd be cool if there's a Mothman movie, but like the subtitle is Space Dracula. Space <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> the Space Dracula Diaries. Yes. I would love it. Space for, Dracula, the Man Bat. Wouldn't it be great if they found that Can we guy? make our own crappy movie that can be featured on another podcast yes. that does so, so well? Absolutely. I can make the cover art like a fake movie uh, poster. Listen, we can do it like Velocipaster. You don't even need CG. You just... Yeah, you just a get a hand puppet. It says, <laughs> says, car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I would love favorite. for them to make... I love Velocipaster. I would love for them to like make a movie about some of the witnesses. And like that guy that said, "Kiss my black ass." He would be. It would be such. A, he could be the protagonist of the he movie. He would be the main. He would be the best. <laughs> yes, I want that movie. I want his movie. I want his story end to beginning and beginning to end. I want that story. The, the whole movie and his Agreed. him being a protagonist is around that one line in the movie. So part of the rehearsal <laughs> process is that two hundred different actors have to just say that, <laughs> <laughs> and the director has to sit there and listen to every person. <laughs> I mean, I've spent days doing worse things. I, can, I mean, come on. So I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never done anything worse. Let me ask Leah this because I know she's <laughs> one for the science. Do you are you believing in the Mothman so far, Ice Queen? Uh, I mean, I believe there's something. I personally think it's the Man Bat. Man Bat. Possibly also known as Dracula. Although I heard nothing about him attacking people and sucking their blood. But to me, it sounds very more Dracula-esque than... If it had... It doesn't make a, him face Dracula. He doesn't need your blood. Let me ask you this. Well, maybe he's, wait, 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 maybe wait, he's wait, sucking wait, wait. your fear. If it had attacked them and sucked their blood and killed them, what? there would be no witness. So... True. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, if I a mean, vampire bites you, don't you just turn them. into a vampire? You don't die, do you? Well, if you just got your bitten. There's okay. no, it's not just being bitten. All right, yeah, Kira. you got to suck the vampire's blood, and then there's a whole give and take. I've got a question for Kara. In some mythology, a... you have to be buried. Yes, there's lots of things when it comes to vampires. I got a, a question. What for if it's yeah. some kind Kara. of succubi? Perhaps. What if? Kara, like let me ask succubi. you this about vampires, because you're a medical what? professional. Does the vampire bite you? <laughs> Rude. And then, like, its teeth go into you and suck out your blood like straws or does that just to break your skin and then it's drinking I think it just breaks it slurping up your blood after it's gushing out to drink it like a bat would like a little bat would there are a few species of bat of vampires where the teeth are more hollow but there's like a suction like they just bite you and then they slice it like a mosquito like a vampire's teeth yeah. are like two mosquito tubes. It's very, that's very rare that that's the actual thought process. Typically it's that they bite, puncture, and then drink. Mm-hmm. 
It's like a milk pouch. You you punch the straw into it, and then you suck yeah. it. I mean, it's a big deal for the victim. Yeah, but, but without the straw. Like, for... you punch it. Mm. Human beings. Yeah, it's when you punch the Capri Sun, and then you pull the yes. straw out. Yes, thank suck you. It through the hole. Are, are we recall anything? now, because they're all contaminated. We're just Capri Sun. What? <laughs> they're all contaminated. There's a huge recall on Capri Sun. With what? I, I Germs? Think the, I, oh, <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't read it. Kara... I, I just recently I have one in my fridge from I, a lunchable. I, I posted in Can our I drink chat. It? I posted in our legends chat like two weeks ago. I had a pizza lunchable. Did I not? I did. Yes. I have a picture of it. I totally had a caprice on two weeks I don't ago. Remember. I have one in my fridge right now. Well, beware. Be I mean, I'm probably gonna drink it anyway. It's you know what, Leah, that's fair. What's the worst that can happen? Live fast, die. I mean, dying. There's way worse things. Look in it. Like, just make sure. I could it looks have to okay. keep living here every day. What's the worst possible thing that gonna, could happen? Kara, you're just gonna get a tomorrow. you're gonna get get a text from me, and it'll just be my location. You're gonna open it up. It's your workplace, and then it just has me saying the word botulism. <laughs> you go to check on me. I'm already paralyzed. I'm like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> Botulism comes from dented cans. Botulism comes from metal and like uh, dented cans. It's not just cans. It's not just cans. I I don't know what's that commonplace, but Capri Suns aren't metal. Oh, they look like it. So whatever. They they sure (laughs) seem to be. That's enough proof for me. If it looks like it looks like a metal, because it's it's shiny. I'm going to tell my future ex-wife that, look, it looked like a nice metal. <laughs> I can imagine yeah. a situation where Leah's roommate later is like going to the fridge half naked in the middle of the night, drinking a procreation, like Leah comes up, slaps that out of his hand. <laughs> I just saved your life. He would you owe me. It's not alcohol. You're paying my rent next month, bitch. I wonder what that would be like if you mixed it with alcohol. Like you get it's some juice and alcohol. I used to do it on the podcast. I would cut open Capri Suns what? and pour them in a cup. Well, I don't drink it. Oh, like... see, the one, the TikTok I saw, you cut open the Capri Sun, put booze in it, and then seal, seal it, it again. Flat iron. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Except I'm lazy and I want to drink more than one yeah. Capri Sun at a time. If you're not out so in public, I... who gives a shit? Right, I was at my house, so I cut open all the Capri Suns and I poured them in a cup. <laughs> Best flavor, Pacific Cooler. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. It is the best flavor. You know what? I bought a shitty Lunchable because it had a Pacific Cooler <laughs> Capri Sun in it. You know what? Drink recently made a comeback, and I just saw them in stores, but the name is escaping Ecto me. Ecto Cooler. Right Please a, say it's Ecto Cooler. It's not a, Ecto Cooler did no, make a comeback No, it was briefly. temporary. That was Yeah, limited. that was just for 2016 for like a minute because of that movie. And then Heisey had like... Heisey is so uh, afraid of bad PR, they didn't release Ecto Cooler for like the 2000... The newer Ghostbusters to Afterlife. That didn't come out. They should have. There was no Slimer. There was. There was. There was. There was a Slimer in the 2016 Ladies Ghostbusters, and in that one, in the current one, there was. Well, that was not Slimer technically. That's Muncher, who's like a Slimer. Onion head. It's a Slimer-like ghost. But like in the 2016 uh, Mm -hmm. movie, people were giving a lot of feedback about Slimer and how. It, it was stupid to give Slimer a lady Slimer because they were joyriding in the climax in like a taxi or something. I don't even remember that part of the movie, but I still dumb. haven't seen it. I wouldn't bother. 
That's just me, though. Okay. Anyway, what was the drink that got released? Sorry, I interrupted. I was excited for Ecto Cooler. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the, what is it? The blue, it's not Calypso, but it's like a blue one, like a blue raspberry. And they were around in the 90s. Are you thinking about Mad Dog 2020? Is that no, what you're talking no, about? No, it's not Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> I want to say it's like Island something. But it's so good. Or twisted tea? It's not Twisted Tea. No. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll, I'll look it up for you later. It must not be so good. Not So far, none of the things that you've said remind me of any drink that I've ever seen or drank. I'll fix your wagon, don't worry. I saw that. Oh, he's saw typing. It. I can hear it. Oh, yeah. Now. Here it comes. Here comes my Cherry MX Blues. Uh, I'll find it here. But yeah, I remember seeing this drink in the 90s, but I never bought it as soon as I pull it up, you guys. <sighs> I mean, I know I've had blue Gatorade, but the only other blue thing I could think of is Mad Dog, and it has a special place in my heart and my stomach. I mean, there was blue Boone's Farm. It was also terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, one and the same. <laughs> I don't like blue. I love you don't blue. like it's the flavor blue? Flavor. <laughs> As soon as I find this drink, we're going to start closing it up. Oh, here we go. It is it, it is uh, this Calypso. I did have it right. If you guys want to take a look at the stream, I put All right, it up. Well, you're going to have to wait a second. Maybe I can share my screen for just a moment so you guys can see. Oh, good. That'll be much faster oh. than opening something else. Oh, I never had that. Calypso. Uh, Are you sharing? Yeah, I'm about to. Hold on. Oh, I was like, for wait. A second. That, do you guys see it? So it was Ocean Blue Lemonade, but oh, the brand was Calypso. You guys remember these guys? I don't know what that is. No. You guys... Do you remember the drinks with no. the little jellies in them? What yes. was it yes, called? Orbits. Yes. Orbits. Gross. I was a fan of. Uh, you know how it? they like quit letting you put that in your Dove body wash? We used to drink them. <laughs> yeah, we were real here. Let me ask you guys this, since you're a, a, a wee bit older than I am. Do you guys uh -huh. know what Zima tastes like? I, I've always oh, been curious. Oh, so yes. fucking good. So much Zima. Oh, yeah. my God. I love Zima. I bartended at a bar in 1999, and they still got Zima. And I was like, this is my drink. It was <laughs> that awesome. That was my first I like, drank favorite. so much of it at the beginning of college. All through college, And then I got yeah, to get it when like they brought it back. What? I bought 12 mm -hmm. cases. I bought one. Well, nice. Do you but then my problem was everybody who came to my house would be like, oh, what are these? I've heard of these. And then I had no Zemas left in about three God weeks. damn it. What does it taste like? Like Sprite? Um, Sprite? Yeah. No. Like Sprite. Kind Not of. a lot. Not exactly. You put Jolly Ranchers in it to give it flavor. You put Jolly Ranchers in it. That's exactly right. Put Jolly Ranchers in it. Oh, that's too much. You could do Skittles, but I always did Jolly Ranchers. Oh, my God, you guys. I always that's did too Jolly much. Ranchers. Blue or green? You had to give it flavor because otherwise, what did it taste it like? It really didn't have much of a flavor. It was it very. Mild. It tasted like Sprite. You guys are crazy, and it was already way no. too sweet. Why are you putting more candy in it? That's crazy. <laughs> it was not sweet at all. Are you? <laughs> oh my god! You guys. I wouldn't no. say it was sweet. It was no. too sweet. Is, so is it malt? Is it malt liquor? Is that why? It I was malt yes. liquor. It was malt liquor. But it was like, like it, it didn't no have flavor. like a strong. 
it didn't have a strong flavor. It was like a little sprite. No, Frank, a little, don't listen to these guys. Like it was very, very sweet. But it wasn't like, like straight up like drinking a sprite. Yes, it was no, like that same kind of flavor esque. They're wrong. But it was like sprite. Because <laughs> it was <laughs> it was not that sweet. It's not it it a <laughs> Then it was Mike's Hard Lemonade, which were way sweeter. Yep. <laughs> Then it was like Bacardi O's as a as a single drink drink. Remember Bacardi so, O's? So the Jack Daniels coolers, those. Oh, those two, and then uh, until you and throw then up and you ice. can't drink them anymore. <laughs> and then Smirnoff Ice came out. See, I was an adult by then, so I had real adult drinks and oh. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Got <he. laughs> Listen, some of us were still in college, okay? Oh, yeah. not me. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> also, some of us are still alcoholics and still drink all of this shit. Mm, I still uh, buy Smirnoff ice just to ice my friends. For any of the Next listeners Christmas who party, are, icing. For any of the <laughs> listeners who didn't tune in last week, we were talking about our first car, and Tressa's first car was a horse and buggy. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. The last time I went to a party to Smirnoff, and we Smirnoff iced everybody for the weekend, we got like a, ca- a house in Nashville, and the night before we left, I got so drunk that I literally was holding vomit in until we got oh. over to the place to puke out the side of it. No. And then Absolutely the next not. morning, they like woke me up at the very last minute, and I was like, I hate all of you. I have to like put my clothes on and go to like get in a car to drive home for eight hours. And I walk oh. out, and they literally have an ice sitting on the fucking top of the staircase, and I was like, <laughs> fuck all of you, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Got it's the only time I've absolutely turned down a, an icing challenge. Usually I'm just like, okay, let's go. Not even a little hair of the dog just to calm it all absolutely. down. There was, I would have immediately projectile vomited again. <laughs> the amount of Rumplemans that I drank the night before. Rumplemans? And Jack Daniels it? was heavy. Can, we ex- can you explain what Rumplemans is? I love Rumplemans. It's mm. 100 proof peppermint schnapps. 100 proof? Who needs that yeah. in a 100 proof variety? Someone who needs Everyone. a shot. Leia. <laughs> Everyone. Rumpelman it's my go-to like shot. A, so I when I a... first started like bartending in the city at the 5 a.m. bars and the 4 a.m. bars, we used to always shoot JMO and shit, right? Like Irish whiskey or Tully or something. Well, after a while, I can't, I can barely shoot Irish whiskey anymore, like at all. And now then I had to switch to something else because you still have to do shots all night, right? Like people buy you shots yeah, yeah, and you like have whatever. To. Yeah, it's like a requirement. You can't say no. Um, I mean, you could, but then they're not going to tip you as much. So, like, I like was like, what am I going to do? And the one day I was like, oh, I'll try Rumplemans. And all night long, man, I can shoot Rumple. It's cold. You keep it in the freezer. And it's minty. Your breath smells better. Mm -hmm. And even when you have to vomit it up, your breath is still minty afterwards. Oh, Whatever nice. the next pet that I buy, whether it's a fish or a dog, I'm going to name it Rumplemans and think of you every you should. time. Later. You have to spell it correctly, though. You got to tell mm. me what the spelling is. German. You'll never get it. Rumplemans? I'll just look it up. I can. I have Google. You guys have heard my loud keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you have Google? Cool. By the way, I think we've picked a name for the final for the tiny terrorist. I thought her name was Penny. Oh, oh Penny's the first oh, terrorist. Oh, right, right. You got terrorist too. Go ahead. I have the second terrorist. So we've been calling him Monty. And my roommate's like, maybe Montague. I was like, I think maybe Montavious. But if he doesn't get his shitting under control, he's going to be Montague. 
but <laughs> we're gonna call him. <laughs> I think it. So it'll be Monty. Whatever his full name will be, Monty. Um, oh, what did he say? Oh my God, Pedalworth, Tiberius Royal Kirkpatrick. Oh. Because Penny is Penelope Gabriella Esperanza, Royal Kirkpatrick. <laughs> it's very cute. They have to have five names each. I like it. Of course. I, ha- I had an, uh, an ex who used to do that same kind of thing with names. And she named, I think she had a cat. She named it something crazy like that. And I hate cats. But then somehow, <laughs> she told me a story of somehow... I don't know if somebody signed her up or what, but like she started getting emails with like credit card offers for the for the cat. That's fabulous. <laughs> Can't make that shit up. But like with the crazy long name. Yeah, it's like Mister. <laughs> I don't know if it was a Mister Cat or a Mrs. Cat, but they would be like Mister So and So, but it would be the cat, and she'd be like, Ah, you got another email. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's amazing. We got to start closing. Up. I'll, I'll play the closing. Trust we're good, right? You're you good? You got your bases covered. I'm good. I learned so I much. I can't today. wait. I'm going to go hang out at O'Hare and see the Mothman. I know. That's I really good. Then I'll tell you if it's an alien or a Batman. I mean, man bat. Alien. Oh, we should all go and tackle it and see what happens. Do you, get, do you guys do it. prefer the name Batman or man bat? Well, we have to both. say man bat because it's well, trademark. We're be... not trying to get canceled. Never I think man, yeah. man bat is too because he's a villain in either DC or Marvel. I'm not sure which. What the flying fuck? Yeah. I don't know if it's Marvel. I think it's probably DC. I think it's DC too, but I can't remember. I don't know. All right, guys. Final thoughts. Who wants to go first? Uh, I don't, but O'Hare's crazy, huh? That's my final thought. I agree. Kara, got, got a closing thought? Last week, my closing was about a Hawaiian shirt. This week, Hawaiian shirt again. Bringing it back with Frank. Do it. So far, far, Frank hasn't brought any of it back. I got my Hawaiian shirt right here. He talked about it all the time. It looks just like Kara's. It's got the fucking He was crying about it. it I remember him crying about it, but. (laughs) I was crying because I did not give my ex consent to slowly throw those away. It was like one per week, so I wouldn't notice that. Oh, wham, wham, wham. Frank and I used to wear uh, silk robes every week. We did. We did. Every time, a while. I've made it a tradition. We're gonna bring that back. Yeah, last two years tradition for the holiday, not the like the holiday one, but like for New Year's. The New Year's. New Year's is bathrobe, or like nice. silk, silk robe if you've got it. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Leah, final thought. Thank you for joining us tonight. By the way. Yes, thank no you. Problem. I'm sorry it took me a minute. I didn't see the call out. Um, final thought. I. Like I said, I'm really excited to go fucking try and tackle this bitch. Let's do it. Hey, I live right near O'Hare, so anytime you guys want to go, I'll meet you there. I mean, I don't know if I'd say you live right near O'Hare, but you're not far. <laughs> it's in, only 20 miles away. I live in Villa Park. It's in it's in Bensonville. Right I'm like on the other side. It's of not. It's in Rosemont. Technically, it's in Chicago. O'Hare. Technically, Chicago. It's Chicago. Yeah, it's but it's Chicago, Chicago because know, of some weird gerrymandering. Yeah. I know that O'Hare is technically Cook County, Chicago. I know that, but I'm saying like I'm one, like about one town over. It's like me. No, you're not one town over. I'm on the other side of 83. I'm in, but it's not far. It's not 20 miles. It's like it's th- not. It's like I think probably about five miles. 
To O'Hare from your house? Yeah, I would say so. Bullshit. I'll look it up right now. Let's, let's, let's do it. You're gonna have to Google that. Fuck around and find out, Ice Queen. To be fair, to be fair, every suburb that borders O'Hare has had a ton of sightings of Mothman as well. I just didn't go into that I as much. I believe that. Because mm -hmm. there's so much to cover. Oh, and I, I'm sure I said this a hundred times, but I just want to reiterate singular14.com is where I got all my information and they are fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to have to look them up. Yeah, they're great. Hold on. All right, Give Frank, me. how far is it? 4.4 miles. Read them and Ooh. we... Read them and we... From like your it. house to yes. O'Hare? Yes. I can share I my screen. 4.4 miles. You don't miles. have to, but I don't believe that. <laughs> Do you know how to distance? Villa Park is not far from uh, Bensonville. It's not Bensonville. Search O'Hare. I did. O'Hare expanded you know into Bensonville. No, that's you did not search O'Hare then. You searched Bensonville. Oh, you want me to screen share? I've got you the, don't need I've to got screen the, share. I've got the most southwest corner of the O'Hare airport, which is Irving and York. Then I've got you literally line. searched the corner closest ever. O'Hare Airport. Okay, if it's 4.4 <laughs> miles, you can't gonna... because it'll be more than five miles. <laughs> How far away did you think I was from O'Hare if you had a gauge in miles? Maybe nine. I know it's not far. Nine miles? Are you fucking high? It's not nine miles. It's also not <laughs> Bensonville. O'Hare. Bensonville is near O'Hare for over the commercial. It's on a border. It's well, a border, but it's, it's not where O'Hare is. It took over Bensonville Homes, and then that property became Cook County, Chicago. O'Hare, which is Chicago. Yeah, it, it bought land from Bensonville forcibly. Okay. You guys, this is a know. really fun conversation. I'm <laughs> enjoying it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. I'll... I'll, I'll Put my exact address in, and I'm just putting in O'Hare, and we'll see. Six point two miles. Well, ain't no oh. fucking nine, ten miles. Six miles. I said it was about five, and I have my address here. If you want to look, which is almost public info at this point. I mean, me saying nine <laughs> is not a whole lot further than five in difference from. Really, six. you're right in the middle of the two. It's fine. Yes. But it's not it's not just right next you're door so, either. I, it's next door, man. Seven miles is next door to me. You? If you're, if you're going like fucking 40 miles an hour and you need to get to O'Hare, I can get to O'Hare in like fucking 15 Three minutes. Three hours or so? No, it's like 15 minutes yes. or less, honestly. Depending. Not really. I mean, it's I take North Avenue to 83 North, take 83 North all the way to Irving. And then Ugh, it's starting to sound like an L.A. podcast where they talk oh, about right. traffic in L.A. Traffic at the top of the hour. Traffic, traffic, traffic. Actually, now the fastest way for me to get there from where I live now, which seems silly, I used to take the blue line from where I used to live, but I lived on the far side of the blue line, so it was like a quicker shot. And now I live close. The closest L to me is the blue line but I'm closer to, like, Forest Park. Mm -hmm. So I would have to ride the blue line all the way around. Yep. Oh. To take the blue line now. Yep, that's how I was with work, too. Because I'm literally, like, five block stops from the end of it now, on the other end. Yeah, I'm right at Oak Park. Well, kind of. And my work was at 
Oh, God, what was that stop? It was like the second stop before O'Hare. Oh, yeah, so, like the displaying stop, on yeah. The, on the yeah, Metro yeah. or on the Blue Line? Blue Line. I think, it, isn't it, is it Jefferson? No, it, Cumberland. It oh, was Cumberland. Oh, yeah, Cumberland. Cumberland. It's definitely Cumberland. That's right. That is definitely right. I used to take the Blue Line in college. I used to, like, fucking go to school with Nick. Oh, I'm the south side and suburbs, so I just drive everywhere. Yeah, right. I mean, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it would probably, depending on the time of day, be faster for me to drive. But now it's weird to think about not hopping on 90 and going straight to O'Hare as opposed to like from here taking 290 to 94 over. It's so weird. All right. We- I only moved four miles away. Have a good night, guys. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> Say hi to your mom. And for more traffic and weather tips. <laughs> please contact our host how four miles in a different direction can change your whole life it can 4.4 4 miles mm. <laughs> or 6.2 we're done or 6.2 <laughs> same i blow my fucking brains out Leah. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you glad I joined yeah, it's a fun time. I yes. appreciate it. I am. Thank you. You know what I was going to do if you didn't show up? I was going to actually, because uh, Mick's mom is in the chat. I'm like, I was going to chat her be like, well, you know, the link is the same. Might as well join. You might as well join the cover <laughs> for your daughter. Oh, that would have been fun. That would have been cute. I thought it was funny last week where she's like, Frank, why are you avoiding me? And I'm like, I just had the night off. <laughs> It was the best response she could ever have. One thing I appreciate about her is that she's not like me.